From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The National Weather Service confirms a tornado touched down in southwest Ohio yesterday, causing damage in Middletown, just north of Cincinnati. The agency also confirmed a touchdown in Pickaway County. He said there's stuff blowing, the trees are coming up out back. He's like, just hold on to something, which I was at the front door, so it was just, it was crazy. Who thinks of a a tornado in February? Yeah. (laughs) I just don't understand. Susan Burke and Mary Tracewell are neighbors in Orient, just south of Columbus, where at least two mobile homes were flipped due to the strong winds. The Pickaway Correctional Institution in Orient also sustained damage to some buildings. 25 days after a toxic train derailment, cleanup and testing continue in East Palestine. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Governor Mike DeWine says the process of the sediment washing is now underway. This is to help clear away the contaminants that may have settled to the bottom of waterways. Also, a second set of testing on private water wells showed no harmful levels of contamination. And final necropsy results on wild animals that died also showed no chemical toxicity to support a cause of death. I'm Angela Ann. A state lawmaker from Vickery, the Sandusky County town where some of the liquid waste from the East Palestine train derailment is headed, is concerned about the environmental impact on his area. Republican State Representative Gary Click says he called Governor Mike DeWine, the EPA, and even visited the Vickery Deepwater Waste Treatment Plant. The main thing that I think right now is our people deserve to have answers. Uh, They deserve to know, is this safe? Can we handle it properly? And if we can handle it properly, if we can handle it safely, then that's all good. The plant deposits the waste thousands of feet underground. Representative Click says he wants to make sure it doesn't affect the Lake Erie watershed, too, when they transport the waste. An agency in northwest Ohio is reacting to the news about the Vickery plant. ONN's Trent Croce reports. The Sandusky County EMA released a press release to address the Vickery plant. It says, quote, In 1990, the U.S. EPA determined that the injected waste will not migrate vertically out of the designated injection zone and not more than five miles laterally from the well in a period of 10,000 years. Vickery Environmental Inc. has been contracted to accept overflow water from Norfolk Southern East Palestine Incident Site. And this is the type of work that the Vickery site does every day through their deep well injection process. Trent Croce, WTOL 11. Some of the solid waste from East Palestine will go to Ross Incineration Services in Grafton in Lorain County and Heritage Thermal in East Liverpool, just south of East Palestine. In other state news, 61-year-old Stephen Weiss, who served as a rabbi in the eastern Cleveland suburb of Pepper Pike, was sentenced yesterday after attempting to have sex with a person he thought was a teenage boy. ONN's Stephanie Haney reports. He'll serve six months for attempted unlawful sexual contact with a minor and for possessing criminal tools. After his release from jail, Weiss will have to register as a Tier 2 sex offender for the next 25 years. Weiss was arrested last April after setting up a meeting with an undercover police officer who was posing as a 15-year-old boy. I'm Stephanie Haney. 
In Northwest Ohio, a man from Bowling Green was arrested for attempting to have sex with a minor. More from ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo. A Lake Local Schools assistant track coach is behind bars. The Fostoria Police Department arrested 27-year-old Kevin Crow in an undercover operation. Police say Crow believed he was meeting with a juvenile to engage in sexual conduct. Crow is now officially suspended from his role with Lake Local Schools, according to the district. He's charged with importuning and attempted sexual conduct with a minor. I'm Amanda Fay. The Department of Justice says 63-year-old David Mahaffey from the Dayton suburb of Kettering was sentenced in Washington, D.C. on Friday for his role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Mahaffey received 14 months in prison for aiding and abetting in assaulting, resisting, or impeding law enforcement officers and interfering with a law enforcement officer during a civil disorder. He got another six months for disorderly conduct in a Capitol building and aiding and abetting in committing an act of violence in the Capitol building or on its grounds. A Columbus police officer was injured after kids crashed a stolen Kia into a police cruiser this morning. CPD says the two teens inside the stolen car tried to run away but were caught and taken to the hospital to be checked out. The officer is in stable condition and a gun was recovered inside that stolen car. Sergeant Dave Scarpitti of the Columbus Police Department. So it's a horrible thing to, to have an officer injured or anyone injured, uh, citizens uh, and suspects alike. Uh, a lot of times when we're dealing with these high-risk situations, violent crimes involving firearms, uh, you know, we, we have uh, officers have a duty to respond to protect the public. Uh, a lot of times they, they face dangers when they do that. This is the second time in a week a Columbus police officer has been injured in a crash. Cleveland, like other cities in Ohio and around the country, is facing an increase in car thefts. And a Cleveland City Council member has introduced a resolution calling for Mayor Justin Bibb to pursue a lawsuit against Kia and Hyundai. Ward 13 Councilman Chris Harsh wants to hold those automakers accountable. Auto thefts were up 34% last year in the city of Cleveland. Half of all auto thefts are from Kias and Hyundais. It's become an absolute joke how easy these cars are to steal. And at this point, it's really a manufacturer's defect. There will be additional readings of the resolution and then a decision from Mayor Bibb and the city's law director before any formal lawsuits are filed. And the owners of the Cleveland Browns and the Columbus crew, Jimmy and Dee Haslam, are in talks to buy a significant stake in the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks co-owner Mark Lazary currently holds a 25% share in the team. The whole team is valued at $3.5 billion, the second highest valuation ever for an NBA team. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.